I want to share with you what my go-to fixes are for each one. Are you ready? I'm Gemma, by the way. I help singers become artists and release their own music. My big mission in life is to help singers bring new music into the world. So I help you with your voice, but also your songwriting, your artist development, your marketing, and your whole strategy for getting new music out. If you're a singer who is transitioning into becoming an independent artist and you would like my help, please check the link below because I would love to chat to you. So book a free call. But if that's not where you're at right now and you're just singing for fun, you just want to improve your voice and be the best singer that you can be. I also have a course called Your Vocal Practice, which helps you design the perfect vocal practice for your voice. So check the link for that as well. Okay, let's go. Okay, so the first type of singer I've encountered that has problems with accessing a mixed quality is the very heavy, chesty, pressed sound singer. Oftentimes it's male voices that have this particular problem, but female voices can have it too. Um, and so what does that sound like? So a very chesty pressed sound might be like this. And I'm going to pull my hair back so you can see some of what happens here is that extrinsic muscle activity gets involved. So you might see a little bit of tension in the neck. Um, so Turn down the lights, turn down the bed, turn down these voices, right? So it's very, I mean, it's, I'm exaggerating also. Somebody mightn't be as extreme as that, but somewhere on that continuum inside my head, I mean, that might be okay for even in the range that I'm in there. Lay down with me, tell me no lies. It just feels all very tight. Just hold me close. Don't patronize, don't patronize me. And when we get to the chorus, I can. It's going to be so hard. And so there's a lot of extrinsic muscle uh, getting involved, which means we have these muscles that are there to stabilize the head on the body. We have muscles that are involved in inspiration here in the neck and in the shoulders and in the chest that we start recruiting to vocalize. And we don't want to recruit them. We want to only recruit the intrinsic muscles, the muscles inside the larynx that we can't really feel. Um, and how do we do that? Well, we don't want to like, get micromanaging about muscles. We want to use some little little hacks, little ways of getting in there. Imitation can be a great thing to use. But in this instance, the particular exercise I prefer um, is vocal fry. And so I would get the singer to, uh, to vocal fry that melody. So if I'm, and I would do it on like an edgy mm, and they would practice for me. So they're onsetting fry onto every mm. So this makes sure that they have a good balance of air pressure to air flow beneath the vocal folds, that the vocal folds aren't locking up and getting very, very pressed, and that we're not recruiting these extrinsic muscles for that extrinsic muscle tension. And then I might ask them to keep that fry in the lyric. Turn down the light, turn down the bed, turn down these voices. And we'll find that there's a little bit more release, that we've let go here in the extrinsic muscles, um, that we've found a better coordination of the vocal folds, and we've found a better ratio between the airflow to air pressure. So that's my favorite fix for someone who finds that they can be quite pressed and pushy when it comes to getting up into their mix range. 
So that's singer type number one, the chesty, pressy, heavy singer, and the cure number one, which is vocal fry. Um, and now being very, be very gentle about finding that vocal fry. If you're having trouble with accessing that vocal fry, do like a Matthew McConaughey impression, like, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Or um, are you watching Love is Blind at the moment? Just do a bliss impression like, I'm so happy we are meant to be. I love Zach forever. <laughs> um, sorry for roasting, poor bliss. Okay, so that's the vocal fry. Find it in a relaxed way. And then you're just on setting it onto the note. And it really stops you in your tracks from pushing too much, from throwing a lot of air at the sound, from closing up. And it might take a little bit of patience because it could be a big pattern interrupt for some singers. And so just trust it. It's not meant to feel like scratchy or anything like that. It's meant to feel nice and actually kind of therapeutic and lovely. Okay, so number two, type number two is the singer who's very woofy and potentially a bit breathy. What do I mean by woofy? A bit too bassy, a bit too like this. Turn down the lights, turn down the bed, turn down these voices. Now, some people might call that like a low larynx. We don't want to restrict it too much exactly to the larynx position. It's more overall that it's just it doesn't have any upper partials, upper harmonics, brighter frequencies in the sound, and there isn't a great amount of closure. Uh, so it's kind of the opposite problem to the one who has that very pressed vocal fold closure. This singer has more of an open vocal fold quotient. So when the vocal folds are vibrating, so the vocal folds vibrate uh, many times every second. So if I'm singing a440, which is 440 hertz, which is the A4 above middle C, my vocal folds are vibrating 440 times per second. Either have a closed quotient or an open quotient. Closed quotient means that during that cycle within that second, the vocal folds are closed for a longer time than they are open. And so that's going to sound more like, ah, right? Whereas if they are very open during the time that they are vibrating, so the, the time that they're open is longer, then it's going to be more ah, and more breathy, right? So this particular singer is woofier, so it's bassier, it's got more of a, a wider vocal tract. Oh, think of a big dog barking like woof, 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 woof. Oh. Instead of a small dog barking, woof, 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 right? So we have more of that bassy sound. So um, if I'm singing, turn down the lights. And now we will, singers will lean towards this because it's kind of sexy. It's kind of cool, smoky. Turn down the bed, turn down these voices. See, but you can hear that I went on these bright. Turn down these voices. That's when they run into trouble. When they're trying to carry all that bassiness up to the top. Inside my head. Because I can't make you love me. This is where they'll feel like they're running out of air. They have no power. They feel like it's hard work. Because they haven't. They're not using any resonance to help them. Their resonance strategy is just not the best 
for. Now, we can still be smoky and woofy in our lower range, but as soon as you start transitioning up into your upper register, you're going to have to pivot to a certain extent towards a brighter sound. It's just the reality of how acoustics work. It's like trying to defy the laws of gravity. You're trying to defy the laws of acoustics and you can't. It's just like a natural law. What would we do? Are you are you that singer? Do you feel like you're a bit too on the, I can't make you love me. Okay, so what's the exercise for you if you're very woofy and airy? It's going to be surprise, 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 surprise. It's going to be twang, of course. So we're going to do a nya, nya, nya. So say, oh my God, nya, nya, nya. Right? So now we're going to nya, nya, nya through it. Nya, 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 nya. Nya, 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 nya. Nice and New Yorky. That's New York. Nya, 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 nya. A bit Broadway. Nya, 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 nya. Now, then you can play around. Once you get your vocal track to play ball with, with that sound, you can ebb in and out of it. So I can be, turn down the lights, turn down the bed. That's when a singer is awesome, when they're just moving in and out of like that na more narrow vocal tract shape to that more um, open lowered larynx shape. Turn down these voices inside my head. It's meant to be a, like a cool, dynamic thing. Lay down. That's why I hate when people talk about larynx positions because it feels so like fixed and like it has to be neutral. It has to be low. It has to be high. It should be on the move all the time. Uh, I can make you love me. So if I'm on that, I can make you love me if you don't. So I can be smoky and warm on the, if you don't. But on the top, I can make you love me. I'm going to have to narrow and brighten. That's just the way that's going to have to work. Um, otherwise, it's going to sound a bit pulled chest like, I can't make you love me. It won't work as well. So that is my fix for singer type number two, the woofy, more breathy sounding singer. They need to add twang to the recipe. So singer type number three is the opera flipper. <laughs> Uh, so it's the singer who has a classical background and whose voice is really used to getting volume and power through getting a little bit fruitier sounding when we transition. So they might even be chesty on the verse. Turn down the lights, turn down the bed, turn down these voices inside my head. But once they start going into the chorus and moving into their upper register, I can't make you love me if you don't. You can't make your heart feel. Now, there's nothing wrong with singing like that. It's just you might want it more in a contemporary style. And when your body and your voice has a way of getting you access to power and volume, it's like, why would I do it? Your body's like, why would we do it any other way? And it will keep defaulting into that more... Ah, I can't make you love me. 
if you don't now you might bring it all the way down or it's usual that people will do i can't make you love me if you don't and they'll bring their chest voice back in again so what do you want to do instead well that operatic kind of what i call fruitier sounding voice um i don't know where i got that fruity sound uh, adjective from oh it's very fruity why do I think it's fruity? I think a teacher said fruity once to me in classical school. Anyway, what do we do? That's mainly based on ah, the vowel ah. So if I'm singing Ave Maria, Ave Maria, Grazia Plena. That's all very ah, isn't it? Maria. Oh, 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 right now if I want to trend if I want to make that more contemporary sounding I'm going to base Ave Maria more on an A vowel Ave Maria Grazia Plena Maria Maria Grazia Plena Maria get to the high note Ave and there's A's there too As a dominus, have a So my fix for somebody who feels like they flip into more of a classical sound when they transition from their chest voice into their upper register, into their transition, into their mix, into their head, whatever they want to call it. And once we go past that point where the chest can't go no more, uh, they need to start modifying using different kinds of vowels. And the main vowel swap that I would recommend to start with is ah instead of ah. So when you're practicing, ah, not ah, ah, would be what you want to do, but you're going to practice a nice bright American, ah, yeah, 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 and you can be somewhere in between a yeah and a yeah, I actually like veering towards a, a tends to thicken it up another little bit for me, that vowel, yeah, 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 is better for me, so then when you're practicing your melody, Turn down the lights, turn down the bed. You would practice, yeah, 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 yeah. Or na, 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 na. Do it like a negative positive test. Let's actually jump into the chorus. So let's do the chorus on na and feel what it's like to sing it on a na, N-A-W, na. Na, 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 Okay. And you know what that feels like? Kind of feels light, feels heady, feels off the voice, doesn't feel like it's super powerful, feels quite different to how you sung the verse. 
Then let's practice it on a na. So say for me, na, na, na. It's really important to get into like the primal sound of it as well, so that we have a proper reference. Na, 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 na. And you're on pitch there. Na, 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 right? Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Now, something that's going to be coming along for the ride here that's important is there's a bit of complain in my voice, a bit of whine, a bit of whinge. Think like Stevie Wonder. Isn't she lovely? <laughs> Isn't she lovely? Na, 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 na. You would never be that high-pitched in your speechy-based sound if you didn't have some emotion in your voice in real life if you were ever saying something on that kind of a pitch hey no I don't want to go this is so unfair or oh my god I'm so excited there would have to be some level of emotion in there and that emotion shows up in the voice like like whinge or complain na 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 and now with the lyric I can make you love me if you don't right so and it's really great like Treat these vowels, I love vowel modification so much, think about them like a template that you're putting into your, like a, a stencil that you're putting into your vocal tract. And then when you put the lyric back in, the vocal tract has the shape from the vowel. You need to go straight into the lyric so it doesn't forget it. Um, but that would be my way of helping a singer who's a bit of an opera flipper. <laughs> <laughs> who flips out of a more of a pop sound in the verse into more of an operatic sound in the chorus when they go into their upper register, I would have them modify away from awe and towards an ah. So was that helpful? Did you like that? I hope it was because it's so common that I think it's very likely if you're watching this that you you were going to be one of those three types of singers in some, maybe there's some little bit of variation, but hopefully you've related to some of it and it's been helpful and that you've been able to try out some of the techniques with me. Um, I have loads more great stuff coming up. I'm on a rampage at the moment because I have just launched a new singing course called Your Vocal Practice and I'm just buzzing with everything that I've put into that. Um, so I'll be putting out some new YouTube videos, new sketches. Thank you so much for watching all the way to the end it's lovely to have you here i absolutely adore having this youtube channel if you find what i do is valuable please subscribe please give it a like help me with my algorithm and um, struggles are real and i will